Father God in heaven, it is indeed a privilege to call on you one more time today. Lord, it's been a joy just sharing uh, the good news, the message that you have given us, dear Father. The entering wedge um, into, uh, into the public, but also, most importantly, into our own lives. Lord, help us to be a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. This is our reasonable service. Bless us now. In your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. Amen. How was lunch? Lunch was good? Uh-oh. I, uh, I, I, I wouldn't know. Usually, uh, before presentations, we, we try to avoid eating. You know, even there's a simple guideline and principle in Spirit of Prophecy that tells us, hey, if you're about to do a presentation, you should not eat because you're about to do heavy mental what? Thinking and labor. So I don't want to get indigestion up here, you know what I mean? But um, uh, the, the good news is uh, you guys get to relax and take notes and stuff, and I get to weather the questions and stuff like that. But... Um, but uh, we had a we had a good time there at the uh, at the booth, and I hope the food was good. Did we eat in the order of digestion? Yes. Okay. Praise the Lord. So I know that nobody will get sleepy here, because you will not cause your body now to overwork. So what we want to do is we want to rehash. Do I need to repeat the title? Or are we okay? Okay. Uh, we want to uh, rehash and, and conquer what we have learned earlier, and then we'll move on. Uh, to the most important item, which is the spiritual aspect of what we're dealing with. Quick item for those who were here before, and if you wasn't here before, you have an opportunity to get it. Remember what they said, if you want to think it, you need to write it, or some say ink it. I like to rhyme a little bit. I happen to be from New York, but so they always say, you want to think it, you need to ink it. And the reason why we want to encourage us to ink it is because at the end of the day, we don't want you guys to leave and say, I heard him say that. We want you guys to write it, go home and study it. When people say, where'd you get the information from? I studied it. And where did we get the information from? Number one, I studied it where? In the Bible. Okay, number two, where else did I study? Okay. And number three? Good science. No bad science. We want to make sure that this science... Um, agrees with who? The Bible and Spirit of Prophecy. Was that clear? Okay. So we understand that. Let's look at balance in the blessings or... You guys know what that means? Are we clear on that? What is just some quick items? Of course, there's so much more that we can go over. But what are some quick items to help us balance the blessing or when we're sharing it with our friends and family that will help us? What are some things? What was that? Schedule. Two. Somebody said something? Okay. Accessibility, meaning to everybody, right? Okay. And that is a sign. Any health message you hear, it needs to be accessible. Are fruits, nuts, grains, and veggies accessible to everybody? Yes? No? No? Okay. We have a missionary from Mongolia. Excuse me, excuse me. No, no. And you hit that on the head. We were in the Philippines. Not too long ago. And working with these individuals there, I could not tell them that they had to follow a total vegetarian lifestyle. You know why? I could not find one bean in that area. The only beans I found was in a can and it was salted. 
So I said, Lord, maybe this is our only option. So I took those beans home and I boiled it and boiled it and changed the water and boiled it again. And I took that bean out, man, I felt my blood pressure just increase. It was so salty. So would I put them on those kind of beans? No, so what I did, and, and even Spirit of Prophecy tells us when you're in different areas, they have to be able to practice it, right? Whatever they have accessible, accessible to them. So what we focused on with those individuals was number one, they were using a lot of pork. So we said, hey, this is definitely not necessary in the diet. So they were able to pull off the pork. They were using a lot of seafood, different items like that. So we can pull that out. But if they only had fish left, would I say, you can't use fish? No. I just said, prepare it in a simple way. Try not to fry it, you know what I mean? You know, prepare it in a good way and bless it and eat it. As simple as that. And that was some of the things that they had to. Soy milk, they kind of found it. But it was like soy milk there was so expensive. Man, I almost bought regular milk. No, you know what I mean? But you have to be able to practice it. It was so expensive. And so some of the nuts, they were so expensive. So what we did, here, do we have accessibility to all those items? So can we practice it? Yes. So when you're working with people, you can't just lay down the law. Remember, the health message is the what? Entering wedge. This is very important. Many times we have health message and we're trying to kick down doors. You know what I mean? Either you do it this way or no way. And when I look back at the life of Jesus, did he do it that way? Did he come and just say, I'm the son of God and you must do it this way or no way? All he did was come and he says, how can I help you? How can I be of assistance? And as he started to share the information, slowly but surely, they wanted to hear more. So yes, accessibility is a sign of a true health message. But what other item will help us to balance the blessings? Avoid snacking. Oh, Real quick, that schedule, just as important as it is on the physical items, is just as important on the spiritual things. Just like you should never leave home without breakfast. Matter of fact, all of our clients who did not eat breakfast, they always added on the blessings. It's just a fact. You skip breakfast, you're going to add on the blessings. Why? Because you're going to start doing what all day? You're going to start snacking, and then you're going to start overeating, items like that. Just like you should never leave home without eating breakfast, you should never leave home without what? Your devotion. If you're dealing with some struggles and stuff like that or whatever, if you leave home without that personal time with God, you messed up. You can eat all the right food you want. It's not going to help. Because healing comes from who? From God. So, just as it is in the food, it's as important in the spiritual. One or two more items real quick that'll help us to balance the blessings. Alright? Alright, no juice and? Be gentle and kind. Okay, you're gonna help me with that. <laughs> so we have three here. Avoid excess. Juices, okay? Is that clear? And we understand that, right? Juice is good, but we're going to use it once in a while. And somebody said, be gentle and kind. Praise the Lord. If you have the fruits of the Spirit, the Lord is going to bless you. Amen? 
So, those are some of the items that would just help. Of course, there's a little bit more you want to eat better uh, for breakfast and a good lunch, items like that. You know, if you can't skip on the evening meal, these things also help. There was a couple items that, that we were touching base with. A lot of people think they have to do cleansing. Okay, let me just share something with you. We talked about this a little bit earlier. God's health message is like this. There's other things that will come real close to the truth. But with a little bit of error, and it said, if it were possible, even the very elect would be deceived. Let's say colonics or items like that, for instance. Everybody is doing it now. You don't have a colonic, it's the fad. Can a colonic be used in an emergency situation? Yes. But watch this, there are many diets that encourage people to do colonics. When a colonic is done, it removes everything. Watch this. The Lord to help your immune system put almost five to six to seven pounds of normal flora bacteria in your digestive system. You guys know that, right? When a colonic comes in, what does it do? Takes all of that out. So when somebody does one of these items, and at the end of the day they say, mm-mm, my dress fits me now, or my suit jacket fits me, I already lost seven pounds. I believe them. They just took out what God put in there. You guys follow that? Can man improve upon God? No. But then man makes now what is known as normal bacteria, acidophilus, or different items, and you have to go ahead and what? Put that back in, because if you don't have that, you're going to have major problems. So watch this. You want to cleanse? Who wants to cleanse? I want to cleanse. Very simple. The Lord already gave you a cleanser. I call it the detoxifying tropical fruit salad. You may have seen that in uh, uh, one of our programs there. Did you know fruits is one of the best cleansers you can have? I call fruits biased. They discriminate. People say, well, that doesn't sound too good. Watch how it's a good thing. When fruits come in the system... And they start scrubbing down the walls and stuff like that. And they start cleaning out your system. When they see what God has put in there, which is what? Normal flora, bacteria, you know, different things that the Lord put in there. When they see these things, you know what they do? They just skip over. They say, oh, that's the Lord's, leave it alone. And they start scrubbing all the other bad stuff. And they see what else the Lord put in there in the, in, in, in the intestinal tract. And they just say, oh, that's the Lord's, don't touch it. Mr. Potato, don't touch that either. You know, Mr. Apple, leave that alone. And they go ahead and they clean the system of the impurities, but they don't clean it of the good things that God put in there. Was that clear? So that's how you can cleanse. Before you eat or at the beginning of every breakfast, what are you going to do? Eat your fruits. Same thing with uh, lunch. You're going to do the what? The veggies this time. One rule of thumb, and I'll just give you this real quick and then we'll move forward. When you are having your salads and stuff like that, if we're looking to balance the blessings, avoid putting olive oil on it. Oh, guys, this is interactive, so if you have any questions, feel free to raise your hand, okay? You said what? Why? Here it is. How long does it take fruits and veggies to digest, more or less? About an hour, max, hour and a half, okay? Oil-based items take how long now? About three, three and a half sometimes. Man, if you ate out too much, maybe four, right? 
when you go ahead now and dose or baptize your salad with what? Olive oil, you just messed up the whole process. And a matter of fact, we all know this, olive oil is fantastic, right? Doesn't the Bible speak about that? So if you're going to use any oil, what oil would you use? Olive oil. It's just how to use it. Will I, and let me just stop there, olive oil is 100% fat. There's no question about that. You guys know that, right? It's just a fat. It's okay. It's good fat. Do we need fats in the body? Yes. If you don't have no fats, you'll be gone. The body needs the fat. But it's 100% fat. So now, because everybody sees that olive oil is good for... I feel uh, a little trapped there. Because everybody sees that olive oil is good for so many things. It's good for the heart, good for the skin, good for this, good for that. Olive oil is just the, the best thing. They, they just take it overboard now. And they're not being very temperate. So what do they do? They take even bread. They start dipping bread in the oil. Now we got olive oil soaps and olive oil this and olive oil that. Man, before too long, you're going to have an olive oil allergy because you have overused it. So oils are good. Olive oil is good, but only use it when you're using it to prepare certain items. If you start adding extra fats, what will happen? You add on extra what? Extra blessings. It's as simple as that. So people say, man, what am I going to put on my salad now? If you're on the road like us, just take a little lemon, squeeze that over, and a little sprinkle of salt. You notice that sprinkle? Some of us. Just a little sprinkle. If you have a little bit more time, you can make a creamy cucumber a dressing. You can do a whole bunch of things without the oil to help balance the blessing. If you take on extra oil, you add on the blessings. As simple as that. I saw a hand. What about oil? Okay. What's this? And, and, and the reason why I just said, number one, it was found in the Bible. I just go, I just stick with that real quick. I find that the Bible said olive oil, so I stick with olive oil. But when the science, when we kick in science now, science shows, it compares all the oils there. One of the best oils is, of course, olive oil. It has more monounsaturated fatty acids, okay? So it's, a, it's an easier item there for the body to digest. Grapeseed is fantastic. So watch, watch what I do. And it's not a rule. It's up to you guys. When you go and buy fruits, what determines if a fruit is a fruit? If it has a seed. So will I be buying seedless products from now on? You got that? Yeah, yeah, I got quieter. Did you just eat some seedless watermelon or something? Will I be buying seedless products from now on? Remember how it says in the last days will be similar to the days of who? Noah? All kind of amalgamation, mixing with genes and stuff like that. When you saw that fruit, that grape used to have a seed. And now today it has no seed. What is that a sign of? Man has tempered with God's property. They have developed it in such a way, it doesn't produce seeds anymore. So will I be using that anymore? I won't. Same thing with the seedless watermelons or different items like that. So choose the fruits and items the best way, the way you know it came from the Creator. Was that clear? Okay, so watch this now, and I'm going to come back to your question. So I only find the big grapes with seeds. 
So I go ahead and eat the grape, and you know, sometimes I eat the seed. Because I know in two weeks, somebody's going to come by my church and tell me, hey, did you know grape seed extract is good for you, and the Lord wants you to have this, and you need to buy it only from us. I say, my brother, my sister, thank you, excellent information. But I already ate the grape and the seed. So, you know, I think I got a good amount already, you know what I mean? I don't need to take any extra. But grape seed, uh, they, they, do, they do use it. I just stick with uh, one, one of the best oils, which we know as olive oil. Was that clear? Okay, so those are some basic, simple rules of thumb. Yes, last. Uh, olive oil, you can. However, you don't want to fry. Once it starts smoking, it changes its molecular bond. And then you have something totally different. So what, what we do, we use the olive oil to line the pans or something like that. But we won't be like frying with it. As we saw there a little bit, frying is tasty but dangerous. Okay? So those are some simple items that we can incorporate when we're looking to balance the blessings. However... All of that is good, but it's not the answer to everything. What is the cause of all disease? Today we're going to talk about three reasons for disease. Who's that? Okay, bad circulation. Anything else? Bad blood. Anything else? Not enough fiber, okay? And all of those are excellent on the natural side. I want to share with you guys how we work as consultants, as healthy lifestyle consultants. Because even though we know how to balance the blessings, we know all the foods that are good for cancer, does that mean we won't get cancer? No, not at all. Our goal here when dealing with certain situations, high blood pressure, diabetes, or people looking to balance the blessings, items like that, this is, and I want you guys to write down these simple points. You ready? Number one. And I'll tell you what it is. It says, when the abuse of health is carried so far that sickness results, we can often do for ourselves what no one else can do for us. The first thing, ready? Number one. First thing to be done is to do what? Ascertain the true character of the sickness. What, or if you guys don't want to write all of that. What is the cause of the problem? Okay. What is the cause of the problem? I'm reading from Pathways to Help and Happiness. This is my beautiful disguise for what book? Ministry of Healing. This is the manual that we use. I want everyone, and if you want, put your names down, fill out one of these cards. If we come to your community, host a program, we'll even send you what is known as a, uh, a study guide for that manual. So you can go through it chapter by chapter. And once you get that down, you will know how Jesus worked as a medical missionary. You know Jesus is a medical missionary, right? It said he spent more time healing and teaching the people than he ever preached. Can you imagine that? Jesus all day. Only time we see pictures of Jesus, and the Lord said, I am the son of a... Man, Jesus was like, how can I help? Helping people carry things, and touching the people. You know, even the Lord used natural remedies. 
Jesus could have just saw the blind man and said, hey, let me just take care of that one time. Help him out. Lord even, he did a little poultice. He did a, you know, mixed it up, you know. I don't know if that was a charcoal spot or something. Well, he did a poultice, put it on the eyes, sent them off to the pool. He went, washed off, came back, doing what? Seeing. And this works. You guys are missionaries. You've been to other places doing simple natural treatments. So our goal is... What is the cause of the problem? Let's ascertain what is the true character of the sickness. Number two, let's work intelligently to remove the cause. Is that clear? I'm going to read the rest. It says, and it's just two items. If the harmonious working of the system has become unbalanced by overwork... Overeating or other irregularities do not endeavor to adjust these problems by adding a burden of poisonous medication. What is the number three killer of all people here in the States? Side effects of who? Drug medication. Disclaimer, we are not saying if you are sick, don't go to the hospital. Go to the hospital, get checked out, get fixed up, and then start taking care of yourself. Our goal is not to get sick. Okay? had an opportunity to work with a husband and wife. And the reason I can tell you this testimony is because they said, share it with everybody. Both of them were dealing with severe high cholesterol, high blood pressure. Matter of fact, let me just stop right there. Talking about balancing the blessings, had an opportunity to work with a young lady. She wanted to balance the blessings. And she was so adamant in balancing the blessings that man, she would do anything. She tried every diet in the world. Nothing worked. So as we sat down and we began to, you know, pray and stuff like that, we said, why are you so obsessed with balancing the blessings? Well, you know, my biological clock is running out. And we said, what? She said, I'm getting a little bit older. I need to find a husband and I need to get married. I need to get married and have kids and stuff like that. We said, okay, great. But why are you so obsessed? She says, man, I need to. So we gave her the plan. And in about two or three months, she didn't balance not one blessing. Matter of fact, she only put on extra blessings. We said, man, we never saw this before. We said, wait a second, Lord, help us out here. This stuff ain't working. We went back. We spoke to her. She says, I have to balance the blessings. We said, number one, all cause of disease is what? Stress. Spiritual, physical, mental stress. We said, number one, you're preoccupied. You're not doing it for the right reason. As we sat down and began to pray with her, she did confess. And I can tell you this because she said, tell everybody, all the young people, everybody. She says, I already spent five, six hundred, seven hundred dollars on the clothes that I will wear when the Lord helps me balance the blessings. So a good thing I was there with my partner. So me and my partner said, okay, can we see the clothes? Are you guys following me here? Can we see the clothes? And she said, oh, sure, no problem. And she went to her room, and she got the clothes, and she brought it back out. Lord, have mercy. One skirt, if you don't mind, one skirt cut up to here. Next shirt cut down here. This one tied, and this one like... We said, who's fitting into that stuff? She said, oh, no, no, no. This is what I'm going to wear... 
when I get back to where I used to be. Because she showed us pictures, you know, how she used to be and stuff like that. We said, okay, this is why, this is possibly why the Lord can't come in and take care of her situation. Watch this. Let's say she was to balance the blessings, right? And she used to put on these clothes. What kind of man do you think she would find? What man would be attracted to that stuff? You guys follow me here? Not a very good man. And what could possibly happen is she may mingle with this man, get herself into a bad relationship, you know what I mean? And in the end, probably lose her own soul as a result of this. We said, my dear sister, you need to take back that stuff. We need to have you start reading. You need to do this not for your glory. For whose glory? For God's glory. She went ahead, she made the changes. She asked God for forgiveness for doing it for her own glory. And man, the Lord started blessing her. She started balancing, balancing. She started wearing some nice, you know, nice, loose-fitting clothes. And you know, hallelujah, praising God every day. Man, you know what? The Lord bless her with a nice, nice young man. Amen? But the Lord knew if he would have helped her, she would have been on a course of destruction. So you ready for this? First reason why sometimes people get sick. You guys got that? Violation of what? Spiritual laws. She wasn't doing it for God's glory. She was doing it for her own glory. And that is what? It says the biggest thing we have to deal with is the battle of what? Self. Did you know sometimes people get sick for even backbiting? You guys remember the story, number 12, Miriam, Aaron, and Moses? What happened in that story? Miriam started to do what? She started talking behind her own brother's back. As a result, the Lord came down in his anger. He said, how dare you talk behind my man's servant back? As a result, when the Lord left, what happened to Miriam? Was she eating pork? Was she overworking? Was she using too much of this or that? Was she? Not that we can recall. How can we explain scientifically how she got sick? Is it possible? That's a spiritual guideline that the Lord wants us to follow. Any questions there? Number two, but watch this. Here's the good news. Even though we're looking at, it, at what can cause sickness, if you just follow this, it'll help you to avoid what? Sickness, okay? Number two, so if I have a, and I'll just come back here real quick. If I have a problem with you, will I tell her about it? No. What does the Bible instruct us to do? Go back to the brother. Work it out with him. And then if he says, no, he don't want to hear me, then I go and grab her and say, hey, let's pray about it and let's go one more time. So if you guys are in school and you don't like your teacher, don't tell anybody about it. Go to who? The teacher. Praise the Lord. Was that clear? Second reason, if we don't follow the what? Natural 
laws. I had an opportunity, a lot of you guys will be graduating, or most of you guys probably graduated already, amen? But you will be graduating soon. What, 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 were you, what are you studying? Uh, nursing. Nursing. Praise the Lord. We need some more medical missionaries. Okay? And yourself? Music. Music, okay? You, you who? I'm not oh, you're studying today. Praise the Lord. You're learning how to become a healthy lifestyle consultant. Praise the Lord. But when you guys are done, I'll give you a simple natural guideline. The Lord wants his people to rest. Had an opportunity to work with a, a nurse. Her numbers were so high. Matter of fact, my buddy's a physician. Healthy guy. Once he started to work that night shift, he started coming down with allergies. He started getting weak. started getting sick. Work with a nurse. Her numbers were so high, she already had a mini stroke. You know the difference between mini stroke and regular stroke? Mini strokes leave you alive and still walking. You know what I mean? A real stroke, you're either gone or you're paralyzed or you're paralytic. She had a mini stroke and when she did the studies and the exams and the blood tests, the doctor said, it's a miracle you're still alive. She says, why? They said, your numbers are so high, you should not be here today. She says, wow, I didn't know that. We sat down with her. And the reason I could tell her, tell your testimony about her, is she, her sister told us to share it. We believe the Lord spared her. Because the Lord wants his people to get good what? Good rest. But when we looked at her lifestyle, she would work the day shift at the hospital. Because she wanted some extra money, what did she do? She ran home, took a little bite to eat, and then worked the what? The night shift. Next day, she ran back to the hospital because the hospital won't, let you, uh, won't allow you to work straight like that. They thought she was at home sleeping when she was up working. Went back to the hospital, worked again at nighttime, worked again at night shift. We said, why are you doing this? She said, wow, you know, I'm building my big new home. We said, what good is it to have a big home with nobody to live in it? So she realized that. And as a result, she stopped that. But look what happened. Got a call from her sister like three or four months later. Sister said the stroke came back. I said, well, is she alive? She said, yeah. But now she's mentally incompetent. She can't think straight. She can't walk. Can't do anything. Remember all that money she labored for? It was in a bank. She had no attorney, no nothing. So the government said, oh, thank you for your donation. Over $100,000 they took. What we will do now is send you another nurse to take care of you three times a day. Can you believe that? Lost it all. But I believe she didn't lose it all. She's still alive. Amen? And maybe even though she can't speak or think right, I believe by the grace of God, she has the opportunity to say, Lord, forgive me. And her testimony that we can share with everyone is saving many other lives. The Lord wants his people to rest. This is even something I'm dealing with. I'm like, man, Lord, I, I need to start going to bed on time. Did you know the body heals itself between the hours of 10 to 2? Produces natural hormone called what? Mela, melatonin. You can't take it as a supplement. Melatonin is only produced in the what? In the brain, right? Tiny pineal gland, works with the pituitary. Oh, watch this. The funny thing is, if it's only produced there, when you get the supplement, where do they get that from? 
Do they just walk by, hey, how are you today? We just want to give you about $1,000. We want to get some melatonin from you. You have to ask yourself, where are these items coming from? Who can tell me what is the number one livestock produced on the face of the earth? Which animals produce more than any other animal? Somebody say cattle. Somebody say who else? Chickens. What else? Pig. Go to any country. The number one thing on every restaurant is pork. They have what is known as special med techs that work in the industries. And before they send these, the meat out, they go in and they work on the organs that have certain vitamins, certain minerals. And they go ahead and just extract that, extract that, extract that, extract that. You know, just like renin and casein and, or just different items like that. They extract all these items and they sell it to the different industries there. So you have to watch. Vitamin D is not produced when you look here. It's not found anywhere else. It's produced in the body. So when you start taking these supplements, you have to ask yourself, where is this coming from? But the Lord wants His people to rest. As you rest, the body starts to heal itself. Some of us, I'm guilty, don't get ready for bed until about 12, 1 o'clock. As one, we were sharing this with one Sunday pastor. He says, man, guys, you guys need to go to bed early. He says, it's like Santa Claus. You ain't sleeping, the healing ain't coming. I said, man, I said, watch your interpretation of the Bible, Pastor, you know what I mean? But he hit something very important. If we are not resting, we miss out on the healing. You know what's the best time to study if you guys are studying in school? Go to sleep early and wake up early. If you're still sleepy, go out for a quick run or something like that, then come back in and study. You will start retaining it like there's no tomorrow. Man, I wish I knew all this stuff before. <laughs> So this is what the Lord will want us to do. So he wants us to follow the what laws? The natural laws. What are some other natural items here? Excuse me. No, what, what time are we on to? Okay, all right, just checking on the time here. What are some other items? What do we mean by natural laws? Did you know like even items such as like nutmeg or cinnamon are harmful to the body? We even talked about this a little bit earlier. Cayenne is fantastic. You guys know that, right? Oh, I see my buddies from California there. Who can tell you what cayenne is good for? Cayenne is good for what, the what? Circulation. What else? Who? Sinuses. Okay. Anything else? You ready for this? Cayenne is from the family known as capsaicin, right? Everybody uses it and stuff like that. Me and cayenne used to be best buddies. Matter of fact, cayenne was so good, I even put it on my fruits. A kind on everything. Did you know that kind or capsaicin is one of the greatest stimulants? Okay. It's one of the greatest stimulants around. It says here capsaicin, as we see here, may be carcinogenic. There are instances where chilies or items like that or in that family are not recommended. A person dealing with hemorrhoids, prostate problems, uh, ulcers, gastritis, all of these things. Many people find capsaicin to be helpful because it induces greater mucus secretion. I'm going to explain that here in a second. 
which protects the mucus lining of the stomach. However, only the external use of capsaicin has proven medicinal properties. Follow me now. Only the what use? External. And we're going to look at this from a science point, but a prophecy and the Bible. It is good as a fungicide. It kills fungus and moles. Usually don't tell us, but I'll tell you guys this now. I was doing a project in one area. Man, they put us in a nice hotel like the Hyatt, man, big time hotel. I was like, man, I'll just stay at somebody's house. Give me the money you spend on a hotel, you know what I mean? And I'll keep that here. Man, they took care of us. And you know, so I'm washing, I'm using the, the hotel towels and stuff like that. And one of the towels, you know, I held on to because it was like super hot and I'm wiping and stuff like that. And man, I picked up a little fungus. I guess there's probably a thousand people using those same towels between their toes, and you know what I mean? I got a little fungus. I said, man, I can't go tell people about good health and I got fungus right here. You know what I mean? I'm like, man, this is something I need to do about this. I went to my books. I said, oh, man, how did I forget? Cayenne is fantastic. I took a little cayenne poultice, mixed it up with a little water, put that right there. Man, next day, that fungus said, man, it's getting hot in here. <laughs> man, that fungus took off. It said, we are not hanging around. This place is dangerous. That's what it's good for. Look what else is good for. It's good for pains. People dealing with arthritis, analgesic. You can take cheesecloth, put it here, make a poultice, and it'll numb the pain. But as I was saying earlier, if you leave it on that area too long, what will it do? It will what? It will burn. You mean that rough piece of skin that I just scratched up and cut up? You know, everybody's knees is always messed up because as kids, we just did everything. You mean it will burn through that? Man, kind will burn through that in a heartbeat. Worked with one of our buddies. You guys know CDC? North, South, Georgia? CDC, the headquarters? One of our buddies is a scientist there. He works in a laboratory and they fill the air with capsaicin. They break it down so much, they pump it into the air. I said, so uh, what's your point? He said, man, that stuff is so hot, I have to wear a spacesuit to go and work in there. And the reason why they fill it in the air, just in case one of those viruses or bacteria escapes, what will it happen once it's exposed to the air? It'll burn right through it. He says, if I was to take off that spacesuit, my skin will burn immediately. So I said, hmm, this man is onto something. If it's doing that on the... If it's doing that on the outside, can you imagine what it does on the inside? You guys follow me here? And the inside is open and is exposed and is soft and is moist. Do you know why it causes your stomach to produce more mucus secretion? Your stomach is like, no! It is dangerous in here. So it's producing more mucus now to protect itself because it doesn't want that capsaicin to do what? Touch the skin. And when it touches the skin, what will it do? It will burn through the skin. You ready for this? Anybody who used to use it? And I'll get to your question. Anybody who first started using it? I'll just tell you a testimony. 
had an opportunity to work with one gentleman. And he just came into the church. So they told him, hey, don't be using no black pepper. It raises your blood pressure and stuff like that. Don't be using no pepper sauces. You know, you know, Tabasco is dangerous. You guys know vinegar? Just read the ingredients. I thought vinegar was spoiled already. But in Tabasco, they let it age for how many years? Three more years. We ain't even get, we ain't even get into that. So I worked with this gentleman and he said, they told me no more black pepper. You can use cayenne. So he says, man, I went and I used that cayenne. He said, man, it was funny because it's down south, so he's country. He said, Lord have mercy. That stuff is dangerous. I said, what do you mean? He said, man, that thing is worse than black pepper. I said, why? He said, man, when I first started using that, that cayenne, I love the way he said that cayenne. He says, man, fire and brimstone. So I said, here? He was like, no, brother. He said, here. I said, I said, what do you mean? He said, man, when I first used that, that, that capsaicin, he said, man, I almost had to call in sick the next day, you know, because it went through the system. As one person said, if it goes in what? Hot comes out, you should avoid it. He said, man, it was so hot. I had to, you know, I had to get a wet piece of cloth and hold it. I don't need to share. You know, hold it and just, and just pray on my way to work. That's how hot it was. Now you guys know, when you first started using it, you experienced some of the same things. But look what happened. As you continually use it, because it's fiery, and it starts to erode or, or, or it starts to burn through the nerves there, the receptors. You guys know what I mean? After a while, you can use so much and you will never feel it coming out again. One person said, brother, that sounds like the unpardonable sin. He said, if you continue doing it, sooner or later you won't even hear the voice of the Holy Spirit anymore. I said, wow, I never thought about it like that. So as it continues to burn, now you can... I was, at, I was at that point, I even put it on my what? My fruits and my this and that. and I put it on everything. But I never felt it anymore because it had destroyed my sensitivity. Watch this. And we saw, because it's a great stimulant, it does help with that. Because it's fiery, it causes everything now to what? Overreact. And we were just talking about eating and drinking a little while ago. When you start using these products or fiery items there, can you have a meal without drinking? You have to wash it down. The continual process of doing that there, continual process of the fermentation because it slows down digestion, you get that going on and you produce chemicals similar to that of alcohol. Yes, question. All right, you ready for this? If it's not good for a person with ulcers, is it going to be good for a person without ulcers? I went to one church and we was doing a project. You know, potluck is, everybody loves potluck. Oh, come on in, you know. Pastor, come now, you go first. I said, no, 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 no. I was speaking to a brother and he had ulcers and different problems like that. I said, you go first. He said, okay. And he went, he got this item. He got that item. He skipped over this one that looked perfectly fine. 
So I said, why did you skip one? He said, brother, I don't know. Something in that doesn't agree with me. So when I start picking my food, what did I skip over? The same thing. If it doesn't help a person in a debilitated state, it sooner or later will hurt me in my state. You know what I mean? My body's a little bit stronger right now, but if I continue to use it, it will cause problems. Was that clear? Okay? So, if we know better, and we know the natural guidelines, then what do we need to do? We need to do better. And the last item. You know, did you know that sometimes people get sick for God's glory? This is why when we're working with people and they have a sickness or ailment, I don't say, hey, they maybe did this or they maybe did that. If I do that, I am breaking what law? Because I'm judging. <laughs> I just pray for them. And then we work together to ascertain what is the what? Cause. You guys follow that? Remember the story of Job? Did he break any of these laws? So why is he sick? That God could be glorified. He went through that testing moment. Same thing, we look at another situation. We just talked about that earlier. The man who was born what? Blind. Remember the disciples. This is the funny thing. The disciples thought they knew it all. So they're hanging out with Jesus. Jesus walking, they're seeing people and stuff like that. Oh, he has this problem, he has that problem. And they remember that these laws because they read the Old Testament. And they saw the man who was blind and they said, Jesus, who what? Who sinned? Because if you, if you go against these, you're, it's more or less what? Sin, because you know better. They said, who sinned? And I could see Jesus, I don't know if he did it, but he probably, guys, you think you know it all. But how could he sin and he was born that way? You know what I mean? That he like sinned and why he was a fetus or something like that? You know, it's not possible. So they said, well, maybe his what sin? His parents. You know, we were taught, it says disease never comes without a cause. Many suffer in consequence to the transgression of our parents. The Bible taught us that, right? It said if mom and dad sin and passes on to who? Which generation? Third and fourth generation. So sometimes we suffer as a result of these things. I just want to let you guys know here. High blood pressure. Diabetes. Cholesterol. Allergies. A lot of these items that they say are genetic are not genetic. When was the last time you seen a baby born and they said in about 30 years that baby's going to have high blood pressure? You ever heard that? Can I do a blood test on a baby and see that they will have high blood pressure? No. What happened is, there are some diseases that are, you have the sickle cell, Hodgkin, different items like that. What happens is, grandma and grandpa used to live, eat, and cook what? A certain way. Well, poor, right? They taught mom and dad how to do what? The same thing. Live, eat, cook, items like that. And then they taught us how to do what? Live, eat, and cook. So if grandma or grandpa has high blood pressure or diabetes or allergies or overblast or different items like that, then we get to see our uncle, our mother and father die from the same situations. And then what does your doctor turn around or just people turn around and say to you? You're going to have the same thing. They are right. What has been passed on is the lifestyle. If we make those changes, we don't have to deal with those same situations. We don't have to live 
our lives in fear. Many of us are saying, it's just a matter of time. Give me about 10 more years, I'm going to come down with this sickness. You ever heard that? Yeah. Why? Oh, because he has it, he has it, he has it. No. So, sometimes we suffer for God's glory. So, did this man's parents sin in the story with the man who was born blind? No. I can see Jesus saying, you guys didn't read the whole Old Testament yet. There's one more reason why sometimes people get sick. And it's for what? For the glory of God. When you look at the implications there, never before had a man who was blind, never before had he been healed. So this is like serious. And this man grew up this way. So who knows how old he was. But everybody in that community know that he was blind. It wasn't a question. You know, no, no fake healing. So when healing finally took place, they could not question the fact that I remember Johnny playing on the street blind. And look at him now. He is seeing. Who did it? The Lord. Sometimes we suffer. But in the end, it's for God's glory. But here's the good news. Have we done this perfectly? Anybody here done it perfectly? Let me put both hands down. Anybody? Does that mean we're doomed for sickness and disease? No. Here's the good news. When we make things right with God, we accept the part that has been paid, the true cost of health. It's already been taken care of. And we accept Jesus and we confess and we make things right with him and we live the way he would want us to live. In the end, it will be for what? For God's glory. In the end. He already paid the price for all of us here today. All he is waiting on us to do is to study, show ourselves approved, to live it, to apply it. As we always ask, who's the healthiest people on the face of the earth? Who's the healthiest? Some say Seventh-day Adventists, but not, not that really. It is only those who apply the principles that God has given them. This is the true cost of health. We can look at finances and stuff like that. I, I did some calculations. I, I, I used to be a fan of the biggest drug dealer in the world. You know who that is? It's on every corner. It's green. And it has a star or something like that. And everybody goes in and you hear whoosh, whoosh, whoosh sounds. You guys know what I'm talking about. She said it. Our coffee shops. Long time I used to use it. And I used to spend almost five to six dollars on a caramel. And I thought I was doing good. A decaf caramel frappuccino. <laughs> I was doing myself harm. By spending that money a day, number one, I wasn't being a steward of God's money. You add that up, five, and sometimes I would have two a day, so that's about $10, $12 a day. Ten times seven is how much? $70 in one month. Let's say it was only $50 in one month. I spent almost $200 on this. When there are ministries who can work, they just need some money. And you add that up. In one year, that's over $2,400, but at the same time, I am destroying the temple. Did you know coffee, items like that, these stimulants causes growth in the, in the females. It causes heart arrhythmias, all these items, many things. Pulls calcium out the bones. 
And I said, Lord, I cannot continue this way. I'm not only destroying the temple, but I'm not presenting my body as a what sacrifice? Living sacrifice. This is what the Lord will want his people to do. But he's just waiting on us to make those changes. To accept, and it's one thing to accept, but it's another thing now to what? To apply it. There is nothing new under the sun, as we talked about earlier. No new information under the sun. God's health message 6,000 years ago is the same then. It will be the same today, and it will be the same when? Tomorrow. He's just waiting for us to apply it. And as we be that living sacrifice, we will be that witness, that testimony. And I can tell you this. Many people say, I always encourage people, come and be a healthy lifestyle consultant. They say, well, I can't speak like you or the team. Man, a couple years ago, I wasn't even up here. I would never dream of even think about being up here. But you have even a greater testimony. No one in here is perfect. But when you make the changes and the Lord brings healing on you or your situation, mentally, spiritually, physically, you have something that speaks so loud, nobody could question it. You even remember when Jesus started healing people? You remember a couple of times he would heal them? And he would say, shh, shh, shh. I couldn't understand that. I'm like, why is Jesus telling him to be quiet? Don't tell anybody. Because when the healing took place, did, did they just say, the man who was sick for 38 years, did he just, when the Lord said, get up, you know, take up your things and walk, did he just say, oh, okay, thank you. And he couldn't walk for 38 years. What did he do? When he was hit, that man jumped up. He started running back home. Hey, hey, look what happened. This man, as a matter of fact, he was so happy. Can you believe this? He was so happy, he forgot to ask Jesus his name. Can you believe that? The man who healed him, and he was sick for 38 years, he was so excited when healing finally took place. When, when the Pharisees and these people came and said, hey, who told you to do this? Oh, man, I didn't even ask him what his name was. That tells you how excited he was. Church, this is the testimony that the Lord wants to give us. We're not here to do the work for you. This is the work that God calls every single individual to do. And he's waiting on you to accept it, to live it, and do it when? Today. Now. Now's the time. What about? I'm going to add to that as soon as we close in, uh, in prayer here. Who would like to make that step to present their body as a living sacrifice? Who comes? Who, who would like to say when the Lord comes and he wants to, you know, give us that new body? We can say, hey, Lord, I did what I could. Who want to say, I did all that I can. And then, Lord, you do the rest. He's waiting for us to make that step. And so I'm excited. That even though, and I'll close on this, I remember I made the biggest mistake of my life. I leased a brand new vehicle. And I started making a couple of dollars. I thought I was a hero. And I used this vehicle for four years. You think I'm paying all this money? At the end of that vehicle, uh, at the end of that lease, what did I have to do with that vehicle? After you buy it or turn it in. And I did get into a little accident. And man, I thought, I'm paying all this money every month. When I'm done with this lease, I just turn it in and forget about it. Man, when that lease was over, I turned it in. They said, oh, oh, don't run away too soon. I said, what happened? 
They said, wait a second, we have to inspect. Man, these guys are all under the car, opening things, checking everything out. I went a little bit over my mileage. They said, what, we got that there? Got that there? Man, when it was all done, over. I had to pay another extra $734. I still remember that. I said, but it's not my car. I don't use it. They said, well, we got to fix this. I still had to pay. Many of us in here, I associate that with our temples. 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years young. I never ask anybody how old they are. How young are you? Have we taken care of it the best? No. But the good news is, when it's time and the Lord comes, because these bodies are only being leased. It's not ours. We have been paid for already. These are just leased. When, is, when he comes, he's going to say, what have you done? And the good news is, we can say, Lord, I made some mistakes in the past, but those are all gone because the price has been paid. Here I am. Use me. If that's your desire today to present your body as a living sacrifice, as a temple, holy and acceptable, I would like for us to, to stand here. As, uh, as we close, Dr. Mills will be continuing in our next session. But I want to do a special prayer uh, for us today. Lord God in heaven, it is indeed a privilege. A privilege to call on you again. Lord, we've looked at some basic guidelines that you have given us. And Lord, even though I put it down as laws, these are just little, little things that you will want us to do to glorify you. And Lord, this is all you asked. You said this is your reasonable service. But Lord, we all have made some mistakes. But the good news is yeah, you promised that your grace will be sufficient. But as we learn better, Lord, you encourage us now to do better. And we thank you most importantly for your son who has paid the price for us. To cover all the blemishes, all the scratches, all the things that we didn't do the best. But you have given us the promise that you will cover it. And in the end, we will be as white as snow. Lord, we accept your promises and we claim the victory today. In your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. This media was produced by Audioverse and Hope Media Ministry for GYC, Generation of Youth for Christ. If you would like to listen to more great media like this presentation, or if you would like to learn more about GYC, please visit www.gycweb.org. You can also find great witnessing media at audioverse.org and at hopevideo.com.